You're listening to Fit Girl, your guide to getting in shape, the podcast dedicated to helping you get in shape and stay in shape by focusing on training, nutrition, and motivation. Work out smarter, not harder. This podcast is giving you the tips, insights, and guidance that I give all my personal training clients. You can work with me online as your personal fitness trainer and personal development coach. Check out your options at fitnessmakeover.com. This is podcast episode number 168. In this episode, shoulder training part two, sample workouts, an update on the triple threat training program, and high fiber fruits and vegetables, why you need them and what they can do for you. Just a quick reminder to get on over to the Facebook page, Fit Girl USA, so that you can answer some of the questions about your balance, what type of supplements you can't live without, your favorite body part to train, all those kind of good things so that we can have some discussions on those in the future. Now let's jump right on into nutrition. Speaking of Facebook and everything, I actually posted up there a list of high fiber fruits and vegetables. It's actually an article that I found from a website. And it's very helpful because there's a nice long list of different fruits and vegetables that are high in fiber. And you might not find this too exciting of a topic at first, but when you start to look at the benefits of fiber and then also look at the list of the foods that are on there and you start to realize you actually eat a lot of these foods. So you're actually probably in a very good range for your fiber. Now then the topic doesn't quite seem so boring. So let's go ahead and review some of the foods and we're talking about fruits and vegetables. So things that are high in fiber, apricots, um, apples, avocados, which also have a lot of good fats, grapefruit, pears, plums, strawberries, oranges, peaches. These are all things that you probably eat at one time or another. And now when you're looking at the vegetable section, the broccoli, the Brussels sprouts, your green beans, your mushrooms, onions, um, even popcorn is considered a vegetable, which I was kind of surprised at that list, but whatever. Uh, Sweet potato, of course, we know is very high in fiber, but of course your spinach and your tomatoes. And let's see, we could go on and on. So that's why I really want you to go to Facebook and click on the link so that you can download the sheet yourself because there's a lot of great choices there. And sometimes there's foods that we forget about and we could be using them as a variety in your daily meals. Now, if you didn't know it already, high fiber fruits and vegetables are very important for any weight loss program, but they also help to control blood pressure and cholesterol. Fiber also helps with your digestive system and it helps with the water processing in your body as well. Of course, there's a lot of reasons to have a lot of fiber in your diet and to make sure you're getting a good variety, but we're gonna talk about it in the sense of weight control and weight loss. Now, we know that high fiber fruits and vegetables are gonna take more time for you to chew, and the more time you have to chew something, the less chance you have of overeating, and the greater chance you have of feeling full sooner so you don't eat as much. Now they're also great snacks middle of the day or any type of munchies you might have because they're going to help suppress the appetite especially if you drink it with water because that water is going to be absorbed by the fiber and that's going to actually help any cravings that you might have as well. 
Now, fiber also helps to slow the absorption of sugars in other foods. So even though some of the high fiber fruits can also be high sugar fruits, they are kind of balanced out by the fact that the fiber slows the absorption of the sugar in your body so it doesn't turn instantly to, to fat or it doesn't spike your insulin levels either. So high fiber foods are gonna be very helpful not only with the weight loss and giving you that steady control, blood sugar control, but also with diabetes and keeping your blood sugar levels in check, which are important for many health functions, but also very important if you're trying to lose body fat. The best way to use these fruits and vegetables would be to have a little bit of them at each meal. So combining your broccoli with lunch and maybe some spinach with dinner, uh, sprinkling some raisins on your cereal in the morning. So everything kind of gets averaged on in and each food and nutrient is going to bring out some of the better qualities of each other. So they're all working together as a group to make your body function as properly and effectively as it can. And effectively means using fat for energy and sparing muscle so that your metabolism increases. You have lots of energy and everything works more efficiently in your body. So be sure to either check the show notes or go on Facebook or Twitter and you can find the link to that list of high fiber fruits and vegetables. Now in our motivation section, I wanted to let you know that the Triple Threat Training Program is coming right along and everything's going great. So it's going to be getting closer and closer. So make sure you have gone to fitnessmakeover.com and sign up for first notifications so that you can get in the first class when it's available. In the meantime, as my book Mindset and Makeover is getting closer to being fully published, I wanted to review with you what some of the chapter topics are, and there's some bonus items there that you'll probably learn about in the Triple Threat Training Program as well. As of right now, the working title for the book is Mindset Makeover, How to Stay Motivated, Achieve More, and Live the Life of Your Dreams. And in each chapter, we go over the mindset and how to change it, how to create these new habits and how to eliminate some of the things that cause you to have obstacles. And a lot of times it's a thought process or a word or a habit of thinking. So we start out with change and how your body and your mind can change together, control as far as how you can control certain items, certain things you can't. So that's gonna give you some food for thought there. Think about what you can and cannot control. And that's actually part of the worksheets too when we get into the training class. Then the power of self-talk. And I think sometimes this is where people get a little fishy on because they don't really believe the self-talk. And your self-talk is those little phrases and things you say to yourself. And a lot of times they are destructive. They're not supportive and they need to be supportive because you're in your head 24 hours a day. I'm not unless you have me playing all the time. Hopefully you don't. But anyways, you're in your head. You're the only one that can hear these thoughts and they need to be supportive. You need to be your own cheerleader. Now we also go into sabotage words in this book. Now we don't go into all of them in the triple threat training course because there's only so much time to do everything. But there's a handful of sabotage words that set you up for failure. Now we've actually talked about some of them on the podcast. I believe we've gone over try as one of the very common sabotage 
word. So you can find that in the podcast and get a little sneak peek to what you might be learning in the Triple Threat training program. Um, We also go over how to harness the power and how to activate the power. And when I talk about the power, it's the power of your self-talk. And that is how you create your new habits. So if you're more of a reader than a watcher, you might want to go with the Mindset Makeover book, even though there's a lot more material to be covered in the actual online training course. Of course, eventually I'll probably turn that into a book too, just because, I don't know, I like to have things on paper for some reason. Call me old-fashioned. Anyways, when we get to the end of that book, we have coaching exercises, and a lot of these exercises are what we will be doing in the training course as well, because you have to apply, and I have to give you a reason to apply these things, because even though you want to better yourself, sometimes we need that little kick in the butt to get us to do things. And having an actual exercise for your brain, as well as your body, you have a reason to do it. Now, probably my favorite part of the whole book is the bonus coaching. There's three bonus coaching sections. And the first one is building self-esteem and self-confidence. The second one is learn to love your body. And the third is steps to a new habit. Now, these are also things that I've been developing for an anti-bullying course that I'm working on as well. So as you can tell, there's always something going on and usually several different things. But these are very easy to use, applicable steps and suggestions to bring out the best in yourself and to learn to love yourself and show that yourself that you have worth. Because a lot of times, I don't know why, we tend to devalue ourselves. And when we devalue ourselves, we don't value our time. And then we skip our workouts. And then we think nobody cares. And, you know, it kind of goes into that spiral. And I'm sure you've been there at one point or another. I think we all have had that, that negative mindset at some point. And these are different tools to help you overcome that. Because we all get there once in a while, but the faster you can get out of that negative mindset, the better off you are. And like everything else, it's forming new habits to support what you want to accomplish. So that's kind of an overview of the Mindset Makeover book. A lot of those topics, like I said, will be in the Triple Threat Training Program. And if you've already gone to the Fitness Makeover Workshop, this is all going to sound familiar. Um, It's always good to reinforce, too. And speaking of reinforcements, that's something to keep in mind, whether you're reviewing your goals or your self-talk or your I am statements. These are all things that are great resources for you to go back to on a regular basis, whether it's one of the podcasts that goes over this topic, whatever you might choose to help you make yourself an appointment and make it so that you go back to it on a regular basis, whether it's once a week or once a month or once every three months, you have to revise and reassess and reanalyze and just see, are you on the right track? Are you doing the right steps? And if not, what can you do to get there and be more productive? Now, are you ready to get into the part two of shoulder training? And this is actually some routines, some sample routines that you can give a try. I know we all know how to do different types of routines like straight sets and maybe drop sets, um, supersets. 
So today I'm going to go over some that you might not be as familiar with. Um, in the last podcast, we talked about going between light and heavy with a workout. Now, it doesn't just mean do a heavy workout one day, a light one the next day. You can actually mix it up within the same set. So for example, this is going to be a routine that you can use. Your first exercise would actually be a bent over lateral raise. Now, if you're new to this exercise, it's a reverse fly. So basically your arm is extended, elbows slightly bent, and you're lifting up. Now, a lot of times people will bend over, they'll sit down in a chair and bend over. So as if you're having your hands go underneath your legs and back out, um, they might use a machine for it. The main thing is to make sure that you are bent over and you stay bent over and you don't move the rest of your body. Some people will also lay face forward on an incline machine. That way the back stays nice and straight and you're less likely to cheat. Now with this particular set, I don't know if I want to call it a superset or not because you're doing the same exercise, but with this set, you're actually going to start out with one arm. And whenever you do something with one arm, you want to start with your weaker side, which is your non-dominant arm. So if you're right-handed, you're starting with your left hand. Now in this particular exercise, you're going to actually end up doing about four sets in one exercise. So actually four sets equals one set. Trust me, that'll make sense in a little bit. You'll be changing weights four times is what I, maybe I should say. So for example, you're going to start out with a weight that you can do, let's say eight repetitions and you could do it with good form always. So you do that. I'm going to use some example numbers here. So eight pounds. You might do eight pounds for eight repetitions, put it down, rest for 10 seconds, then pick a weight that is about 25% lighter. So in this case, five pounds and go for another eight reps. Then get another weight and go again, 25% lighter. So we'll say three pounds and do another eight reps. Now you've actually rested only 10 seconds between each of these three sets and that's just enough time to put the dumbbell down and pick up the other one. So here's the fun part. The last one you do is going to be heavier, 25% heavier than your first weight. And it's gonna be, for example, 10 pounds in this one. So we went from eight pounds, five pounds, three pounds, 10 pounds. So it's almost like a drop set except for the very end. Now at the very end, you're not just going to do a regular raise. You're going to actually take it all the way up to the top and hold for two seconds. That way you have a chance to squeeze the back and squeeze the rear deltoid. And that is not very easy. Anybody can kind of throw a dumbbell up, but not everybody can hold it for two seconds. So that one you're going to do more like four to six repetitions. Now, I'm using the one arm bent over lateral raise as an example. You could also do this with a shoulder press, with a lateral raise, with squats if you're really crazy. Um, you could do it with any exercise. So consider you have four changes in your weight and that is one set. So you only need to do two, maybe three or four sets at the most on that because guess what? There's still another exercise that you need to do. So this one, we just went heavy, light, heavy. That's what that is considered. The next one is heavy and heavier. Yeah, you didn't know there was such a thing, did you? So for this one, let's go ahead and use the lateral raise as an example, but you're gonna superset it with something else. So you're going to start out with a heavy weight where you can do eight repetitions. 
rest about 10 seconds. Then you're gonna take the second exercise, so let's say shoulder press, and you're going to do that one heavier to where you can only do about four or five repetitions, and you're gonna be holding it at the top for an extra two seconds. So if you did it with a bent over lateral raise, that would kind of be that part where you're squeezing at the upper end for two seconds. So either way, wherever your muscle is contracting the most, that's what you're holding for two seconds. So basically you have a weight for whatever the first exercise is that you can do about eight repetitions. And then the next one, you're gonna cut it, it in half by repetitions, not necessarily the weight, because different exercises, you might actually do completely different weights, you might do the same. And you would do two or three sets of that. You can do one arm or you can do both arms, um, either way, and that's it. That's all you would need to do. Now that actually doesn't sound like much, but when you start doing it, you're gonna realize that it's, uh, it's quite a bit. It's quite a lot of work and you're doing a lot more weight than you might normally do, and you're resting very, very little. So you're actually gonna get the cardiovascular benefit as well, because there's only 10 seconds in between any changes in the weight. Now, in between the changes of the actual sets, you can rest a minute or two minutes, depending on what your goal is. If you're really looking for a weight loss, then you're definitely gonna to wanna to rest just a minute. Now, if these numbers are too heavy for you, you can bump it up by two. So for example, in the first exercise, if you wanted to do 10 repetitions instead of eight, and then you wanted to do eight repetitions instead of six for the heaviest weight at the end, you can add two. But you don't wanna go much more than 10 because it's gonna kind of defeat the purpose of everything else. And it might take you a couple of tries to actually figure out what weights you can use. Now I just gave the eight, five, three, and 10 as an example, but you're gonna have to figure it out yourself and you can use the one rep max calculator that is on the website at Club Fit because that will help you have a little bit of a better idea of where you need to be with that weight. Now, the nice thing is that five days later, you get to do another shoulder workout. And that's another problem with shoulder training. People do shoulders too often. And since they're worked in every other uh, body part, they get overused. So here we come to routine number two, and these you can alternate between. You can come up with a third one if you want to, but remember we're looking for variety in the shoulder training. And this is actually gonna be a big, huge tri-set. Now a superset is two exercises back-to-back -back without rest. A tri-set then is three exercises back-to-back -back with no rest. Now the good news is you're only doing one tri-set, which means you're doing basically anywhere from two to five sets of these th three exercises in a row. And I give you that range because if you're a beginner, you're gonna wanna do one, maybe two sets. If you're intermediate, maybe three or four. And if you're advanced, then maybe four or five sets. So more is not always better. You need to work within your level. So for this, we're gonna try lateral raises, the low row to the neck, which is actually for the trapezius muscles, and a seated dumbbell press. Now you can do your lateral raises seated or standing. Seated is going to be a little more challenging because you don't have your body weight to move around. You know, your body weight can actually help you cheat a little bit. Regardless of whichever exercise you choose, make sure you've done a good thorough warm up, especially the rotator cuff exercises, and that's true for any body parts that you're training. 
All right, so we're starting out with lateral raises. You're going to do six to eight reps. Let's just say eight reps to make life easy. And you're going to go ahead and rest 10 seconds, and you're going to go straight to your upright rows, which actually, they aren't a real upright row. This one is uh, hooking a rope to a low pulley, and then what you want, or a medium pulley, either way works. And you're going to pull it, your hands towards your neck, so your elbows stay up nice and high. And as you pull back, your elbows stay high, and you squeeze across the upper back, hitting the trapezius and rear delt muscles. You will not use much weight for this at all. So maybe anywhere from 5, 10, 20 pounds at the most um, on a cable pulley. And some pulleys are set up a little bit differently than others. So if it's too heavy, then just substitute uh, a reverse fly for that one. Now that one, you're going more repetitions. You're going 10 repetitions. So you're basically, whatever weight you can do, where you can get out these repetitions and they have very good form. Now the third exercise that you go immediately to is the seated dumbbell press. And that one is going to be a little different. You're going to do eight repetitions, but you're going to do them very slowly. So basically, you're going to go up in a four count and down in a four count. So nice and slow through the entire range of motion. And then you get to rest anywhere from one to two minutes and do it again. So you've got eight reps, 10 reps, eight reps again. Now, don't think of that as doing one exercise, because it's not. You've got three different exercises, and you're doing enough repetitions that are almost three sets that you would normally do, but you're just not resting in between them. So the tri-sets are just basically taking your exercises, combining them, no rest. Now, when I'm short on time, that's what I do. Rather than waiting the normal 30 seconds to a minute or a minute and a half, whatever the case may be, I just say, right to the next exercise. So if you're short on time, you can do that. Don't rest in between, just go to the next exercise, even if it's a different body part, and just use it almost like a circuit. But don't lower your weight to make it cardiovascular, because you know what? Your cardio is going to come just from the fact that you're pushing around the heavy weight and hardly resting. Now here's what I want you to do. I want you to try one of those routines, either the first one or the second one, and Check in with me on Facebook, on the Facebook page, Fit Girl USA, and let me know not only how you enjoyed the workout, but also what weights you used. And of course, if there's any questions that you have, throw those out there too. Be happy to answer that. So I'm looking forward to seeing how your shoulder workouts have been. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get the body you want and keep it. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and exercise, visit allinoneworkout.com and fitnessmakeover.com. You can connect with me online at facebook.com forward slash fitgirlusa or on Twitter at Fit Girl.